So you want to do that and we can cut it back in? Because we're getting close to four hours. Yeah, but the thing is, we're going to cut out some of that, and some of that was us pissing. I know, but uh, it's not four hours worth of pissing. I mean, that's how you remember it. Yeah, I just been—it's been a constant slow stream for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a leak. I mean, sure, 3D games offered new possibilities, but were people really clamoring, like, let's just dump everything else? Like, people weren't enjoying, like, 2D shooters still in the mid-90s? I mean, I'm pretty sure they were, right? In Neo Geo, mm -hmm. arcade systems were pretty popular, weren't they? I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't know why you would just exclude 2D games just for the sake of uh, new, you know, quote, new technology. But, it, but like you said, it's not like Sony suffered from this. You know, right. they, they became, they grew and became this, you know, basically overshadowed Sega. And then sort of Nintendo is only staying in the game basically because they're kind of just weird and different to the other two consoles. Right. Do you own a Wii U? Uh, no, I don't. Do you plan to? Oh, one day. You know, I don't know when, but eventually in, in time before it, you know, maybe when it's the next generation comes out. I like I like the Wii U. I, I I like how it looks. I would I would get one, but no, not not yet. Do you have one? I have one. Yeah, I'm I'm. Uh, there's not a whole lot out for it, but um, there are a number of fun games. Um, the new Rayman being one of them. Yeah. I don't know if you like platformers, but it's it's um, Rayman Legends. It just came out. It was due to be a launch title, but they saw that they wouldn't have a big audience because the Wii U wasn't doing that well. Uh, maybe it wasn't a launch title, but due to be out soon after its launch, so they held it back, and uh, they released it for the, all the other platforms simultaneously. And um, there's still some Wii U only uh, control elements that the other platforms don't have, but it is a lot of fun. No, Rayman Legends is one of the reasons I would get a Wii U. You know? Yeah. Um, it's funny though how it got delayed because if I remember right, the the original Rayman was going to be a Jaguar exclusive. Uh, but right, but it, and they del delayed yeah, that. Yeah, they delayed that, and, and then it that, the, you know it would have that would have been a big, important boost for the Jaguar. But they delayed it till so it could launch all at the on the PlayStation and uh, at the same time. And so, do you have the Jaguar version? Uh yeah, that's the only uh, version of the original I have. Yep. They say it's a lot better. They say it's or not a lot better, but in some ways it's better. I I want to I I can't remember. I th the PlayStation might have more. of layers of parallax going on but i think the color colors might be better on yeah, the jaguar the, the colors better on the jaguar yeah, yeah. but the, i mean both look great i mean it's an it's an amazing looking game and fun to play although it gets i don't think i i was able to finish it because it got too hard for my for my brain but i think i get like 70 something percent of the way through or something like that but yeah it's, that's an awesome game so would that be your pick for favorite jaguar game uh no way buddy i mean we'll cut we'll cut that out <laughs> i'm just I mean, uh no i would uh <laughs> I would, you know, it's kind of an easy choice, but I would probably say Tempest Two Thousand for the uh, the shooting explosiony. Yeah. But also, I like uh, the Iron Soldier games are awesome too. Those would probably be tied with the Tempest Two Thousand. Um, Jaguar's got more good games than one might suspect, you know. Mm. It's got a bad reputation, hasn't it? Oh yeah, because of its controller and because of its general fact that it hardly sold at all. I guess. I mean, and they took a lot of like games that had 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 some relative success on the ST and ported them. I think really? um well Cannon Fodder comes to mind. Didn't they port oh, Cannon yeah. Fodder? And yeah, and uh, I think uh Azul 2 was that an Amiga game? 
Yes, think, yeah. Zool, yeah. Um, yeah, it had lots of that and lots of like uh, ports from like say Super Nintendo or Genesis that weren't weren't as improved as you would hope for a console that's so much more powerful, you know? You know, I wanted to, because I loved, I, I know I'm in the minority, but I loved the pitfall that came out for all the 16-bit platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, Mayan mm. Adventure, and that is one that also made it to the Jaguar. Have you played that? And if so, is it a worthy conversion? Well, I I do have it for the Jaguar, but the problem is I haven't played the originals, so I, I can't compare it. But I, I uh, but I think I mean as a game, I think I'm with you. I don't I think it, that game is generally thought of as bad, but I I kind of think it's a halfway decent game. I think it controls good on the Jaguar, and uh, yeah, I never I never I, I always thought it was a pretty decent game. So I would I would guess it's a probably a pretty good. A port to the Jaguar. Yeah, I don't know why it was so. I mean, the controls are a bit floaty, but once right. you get used to that, it's um, it's a lot of fun. Or it was. Yeah, for me. I mean, I don't know if it's worth like getting for the Jaguar if you have it on the Genesis. I don't. I don't know that there's like upgrades that make it so much better. But if you didn't have the Genesis or Super Nintendo version, yeah, it would be a good Jaguar title to pick up. I liked it enough that I got it for the 32X after having it for the Genesis. Nice, and I. Th- Think I think that the Genesis, while not quite as as nice looking as a 32x, I think the frame rate's higher oh, okay. on the Genesis one. So um, it may be that the definitive version is actually the and the Genesis and 32x are both a lot more playable than the Super Nintendo. But it may be that the that having worked out all those kinks that the uh, Atari version, the Jaguar version, is the is the one to get. Yeah, could be. I was wondering if you had any interest in the other new consoles, the PlayStation Four and the Xbox, <laughs> Xbox One. You know, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, uh, or if you're going to stick with the Wii U sort of thing. Of if I mean, I know you had a PlayStation. I don't know if you had an Xbox or anything, or if you went down any of those lines. Or yeah, I've got Xbox, uh, and uh, I've got a 360 and a PS3. If I, as far as the new yeah. ones, though, I mean, I won't be getting either of them but uh i mean i would be leaning towards the ps4 if only because of you know residual microsoft crappiness because of the disaster of their you know of their legitimately awful launch of the console or original presentation of it you know yeah just the whole creepy uh, always on yeah uh camera looking at you constantly like no yeah i mean like let us put this internet connected webcam in your house all the time right like, like um it's, it's like the guy at the party who's always pointing his camera at the girls yeah. like, constantly it's like dude right what are you doing right. that's not cool yeah definitely yeah <laughs> making them uncomfortable oh yeah. yeah i mean even just thinking about it it's like what i mean i mean not that i'm, I'm sure sony probably had similar discussions probably internally you know that were probably closer, but they at least they have the decency to to hide their webcam and not let anyone know about it. Right? <laughs> yeah. That... Microsoft's just brazen about it, and just yeah, that's the part that gets me. At least just just don't tell me about it. Yeah, at least I'm satisfied with ignorance, Microsoft. But you know, if you're just going to be blatant <laughs> about it, then you know, no dice, pal. And they're only going to be as shitty as we allow them to be. So right, I'm sure that pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there were there were before they retracted a lot of what they were claiming in the beginning. There were people that were still defending them as, oh, you know, it's got to be this way because blah blah blah. And you, it's just like, well, if if you're that committed to a brand <laughs> that you're defending just decisions that we all universally agree are terrible and are indefensible, then 
I guess buy buy an Xbox One. <laughs> that, right. kind of, that kind of tribalism has been around since the Sega and uh, Nintendo. Oh games, yeah, you know, yeah, like, Mac and but, PC and um, yeah, it's, it's 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 people just grab onto something and they like. Uh, it's like a sports team for them. They just they they can't look at it objectively. They say, "Oh, the, uh, the Mega Drive's better because it's got blast processing or <laughs> right. whatever the fuck that is." And, you know. Yeah, the angry video game nerd recently did a thing where he's showing himself as a kid talking about right. why Nintendo's better than Sega. And yeah, reading out some magazine of some NES tripe. Yeah, uh, Nintendo some, Power. Some, they're, they're yeah, some like talking about the the specs and how it's better in some ways than the Mega Drive. Totally cherry picking the, the the stuff and. You know, it was fun, though. I mean, at least, it, you know, now, I mean, aside from Microsoft's, uh, you know, lack of concern about privacy or decency, you know, as far as spec-wise, I mean, it's it's not like the old days where you had a Commodore and Atari. You know, there were legitimate differences. Mm-hmm. Like, games would not look the same on either system. You know, there was, there was real things to be, you know, not not to the point of being ridiculous, but, you know, you, there were le- legitimate arguments on each side why certain things were better and stuff, so... And that's kind of that was kind of the fun of having a Wii U or just a regular Wii, is that when they released a plat a game for all three platforms, yours was markedly different. You know, yeah. like the Wii version, like because I've only ha- been a one console at a time person at, at least for the most recent release. You know, so the Wii version was always going to be different. And they'd stylize the graphics and they'd make some wacky control gimmicky thing. But it was always, at least it was, a, it was the last vestige of that different platforms produce different features sure. and limitations when you see a release for them. I have very little interest in consoles these days because an Xbox or a PlayStation now is kind of just a PC in a weird box with some weird software and hardware. Like it's the same basic technology, whereas um, a Wii, a Wii, a Wii or a Wii U is different. It's got a c- controller that you can't get for the PC. It's got this whole different way of doing things. And I'm not really a fan of 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 the Wii, but at least it's different. I don't see my. See, I, I have a PC, right? And I can get so many games on it, so much cheaper than I can get console games for. Why would I buy a console? I have more than enough to play on just from like steam sales and the humble bundle i can get all this so cheap and you know i i need to have a pc anyway because i you know because well, you, your gym your gym makes games exactly right. and jim plays That's games right. and where would i be without those two verbs and, and <laughs> right. my name and games right. you know right. i <laughs> would i would say that the i guess the appeal of the console now is multiplayer gaming but that's um, so much a part of, of, of uh, you know. It's, I'm just saying in the same room, multiplayer gaming. That, right. That, but but uh, still, you you get an Xbox 360 controller or two for your for for your PC. You can play. But you you don't want to have four people come over and and gather around the computer screen. Whereas no, but you don't have to. You just wire it to your TV. Yeah. Same thing, you know. Like, and with, with Steam is now doing this whole big picture thing where you can just control everything from your. Um, have you seen the, the Steam big picture thing? Yeah, and that's the only way that I I can actually see because I have a PC now. I broke down and bought and finally got a PC. I didn't buy it. I Frankenstein <laughs> broke down. It you're like sitting on the floor naked, yeah. crying. Yeah. Like, I'll buy a PC. <laughs> 
But um, I've got it hooked to my TV, and it's across the room. And the only way I can really make out what's going on with the Steam interface is to put it in big picture mode. My TV is my computer, and you know, so I'm just right in front of it. But um, my, t- you know, I watch TV programs on Netflix on my computer, so it's all the same thing to me. So, you know, it just doesn't. I just don't see the advantage of a console. And I suppose some. It just seems a lot of trouble to go to just to have a thing you can put in front of the TV that's marginally more convenient than having a wire coming from your PC and then using Steam Big Picture. Cost is also a, um, a consideration. Not everyone can afford a computer just for gaming or a gaming computer. But if you can afford a console, you can afford a gaming computer. No, $300 versus... Uh, I mean, if you want to get a decent gaming computer, you're... Looking at at least twice that. I don't know. I've I've I mean I I've I've built PCs for you know two hundred quid. But were and, they and it's capable? No, they weren't. Computers. They weren't top of the range, but they were as good as like last generation console or something. You know, yeah, they're, they're good enough. You know, a lot of games these days are not top spec. You know, a lot of games I play are indie games like Dead Pixels and and Super Meat Boy and things like that. You don't need uh, i suppose if you're if you're kind of if you're into like crisis 2 and call of duty and stuff like that and battlefield 68 or whatever <laughs> then you're going to need a really powerful pc but for me it's it's all about the the smaller games and i think i mean even things like civilization 5 isn't too much of a hardware I, hog and stuff i, I still know. i still think they offer up different experiences one being um that for a keyboard and mouse driven game to play right. it on your TV. It's not the, like I don't necessarily enjoy that as much as just having a controller and, and I don't want to play a, a strategy game on, on a controller. You know, I want the keyboard and mouse. So it is, it's still different experiences. If you have a controller for your PC. Yeah, but it's not the same. I mean, it is the same. No, because you can't navigate. You can't just turn on your PC without having a keyboard and mouse and navigate it's such, everything with It's such a tiny a, it's concern. It's like, I mean... Yeah, but you have to get it out. You're, you're, you're in your living room. You don't want a keyboard and mouse in your living room all the you time. You don't need a keyboard and mouse. You just, uh, you know, I mean, well, you do. You do of, to be able to get to the point that you can use your controller to navigate stuff. And they are different experiences. It seems like a lot of trouble to go to 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 worry about for the sake of buying a whole new machine for And it's less it's less money too. It's less money than the PC that you necessarily It's not less money when you consider the cost of the games. Games on the PC are super cheap with things like Steam sales and and Humble Bundle and all kinds of stuff like that. You know, like like the EA Humble Bundle was like I don't know, like the Sims 3 uh, Mirror's Edge, Battlefield something, like all these games for like $5, you know? It's crazy. But can you hold it in your hand? What? The game. Can you take it with no. you on a trip and put it in the seat next to you? You you can. Can you knit a sweater for the game <laughs> and put it on it and say, okay, game, here we go. We're going to go to the park. And then you take the game to the park. Can you do that? You know, I'd never thought about the sweater angle, so I, 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 I humbly hang my head in shame, and I will now go and spend a thousand dollars on my work here is done consoles, so I can so I can make sweaters. 
I wonder if it's just a, a conceptual difference. I mean, maybe people hear PC and they just don't think, okay, I'm going to get a small, cute-looking PC that to put under my TV. I mean, maybe the Steam Box, if that ever comes out, maybe that will be more palatable. Mm. People might think, hey, I can put this uh, in my living room. I guess I just don't understand the need to have a cute box. And uh, at least for me, I, I kind of like inter you know interacting with something I find pleasant to look at. I guess I mean, right. I think also with consoles though, the cost. I mean, if you jump on board consoles right from day one, it's pretty expensive. But if you wait till like the end, you know, there's usually some good holiday right. deal on a console. Plus the games you can get used games, cheap. Uh, not mm. not as cheap as uh, the bundle you're talking about, which is a crazy good deal. But uh, yeah, um, you know, you can get used games or even new games. You know, will be like ten dollars or something like that. Uh, I mean, the the line is getting increasingly blurred. I guess as the thing to me is interacting with something in your living room is a different experience than interacting with it at your desk. And the types of games that I enjoy playing at in each situation are different. You know. Um, just depending on the way that it's controlled and the way that you interact with the whatever device it is that you're using. You know, you just want to be able to put a disc in or put a cartridge in and start and 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 plug it in, turn it on, and you're playing. You know, mm -hmm. that isn't as... That's not going to happen these days as much as it used to. Well, that's but, the thing. Like, the, the whole thing about, like, being able to buy used games and stuff as well, it's like that's less of the case now with the new consoles you know they're putting all this drm on it you can't it's not like with the mega drive where you can just get a physical chunky object cartridge and that's your game and you have it now it's got all codes and tied to accounts and stuff so it's not really it's kind of just like a pc game in that way the nintendo stuff is the there's no drm last... on t nintendo games no oh i did not know that I mean the the games that you download they're right. you know obviously aren't going to yeah. be the same way but there's no for the Wii U you just you can still trade stuff in and go get mm. whatever you want and take it over to your friend's house and whatnot. We should all have Wii U's. It would be fun for me because um I'd have people to play stuff against over over the internet. Right. But you know they're still expensive. I think they're $350 here still. I think they yeah they cut it to 300. That's still that's a, oh, that's a lot. The thing is, though, that most people have a PC these days, like for web browsing and stuff and, and email and the YouTube and Netflix. So it seems a shame not to have games on that as well, at least, because... Well, you do, the, but the, they're different types. They're usually different types of games. And like I said, they offer up a different experience. If you're a Mac user, then, then you're not going to get any decent performance out of any, and there's all sorts of reasons to be Mac users that don't have anything to do with games. Sure. But they're sure. terrible for games. Yeah. You know, especially if, if you need any performance out of it. There are some good games out there, but they're not higher end games, you know, and I'm only thinking of Return to Dark Castle. There's things like, uh, I think Portal 2 is on the Mac. and uh... Yeah, but I'm never going to play it on the Mac because the performance that I get out of this thing is terrible. Uh, really? Yeah, for th anything 3D. Their uh -huh. video cards are a generation behind. See, I I don't know. It just I I like I like having a PC because it's like it's it can do everything. You know, I like something and maybe it can do it all less well. Like it can't do some things that a Mac can do so well. it can't maybe do some games as well as uh as well as a uh, yeah, some it's like a, it's like a futon. 
it's a shitty it's a shitty couch and a shitty bed no <laughs> do you do much pc gaming nice and games like i know you play minecraft but no the you know the it's funny the uh i only I just recently played gunpoint um right so there's one um, yeah. and I, I think that's the kind of game I, 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 you know, I would, I prefer to play. It's, it's nicer to play it on the PC. Uh, th- that would be really difficult because of the mouse controls. You know, you're, you're aiming your jumps sure. with the mouse yep. and stuff and you're rewiring things with the mouse. And that would be really tedious to do with a controller. Absolutely. Um, and it's not a system hog by any stretch of the imagination. So it's, it's, you know, it's a really, it's, that's a game that would only work on the PC, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but Gunpoint is brilliant. Have you played it, Pack Billy? I've only seen your um, bits and pieces of your your mm. playing of it. It's so it's so it's so polished an experience. It's 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 only a bit too short. I mean, oh god, that car alarm has started to go off. Can you hear that? I think that's a Pac Man just ate the power pellet, and uh... I was going <laughs> to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, that may go off in a minute or it may go on for an hour. Well, no, I wonder the thing, though, about uh, consoles is maybe it's just a, con- like I said, it's conceptual. Maybe people like single-use devices. I mean, I, I think, you know, smartphones and everything, everything's trying to do all at w- everything at once. Maybe people just really like, you know, having a thing. It does one thing and uh, does does it pretty well. And it's the same uh, for all people, you know, you know, uh, if you're playing against someone, they've got the same exact experience as you have. Yeah, there's not as many variables. I mean, I guess it's an argument where I'm like, it just comes down to preference, really. I don't have a, you know, if somebody's into PC, that's cool. I, I suppose there is certain, like, psychology to it. Because I, I did a whole sort of thing about, I did a whole video about emulation versus real hardware and whether it's, um, whether there's really a difference in experience. Because in theory, if the emulation is perfect, what's the difference? What's the big deal about having the hardware? But I did a sort of a video series where I played an actual SNES, my old SNES, and I, I kind of felt something different about it. I don't know if I was just expecting to feel differently about it or I wanted to believe. I wanted to believe, man. Right. But, I mean, I mean, where do you come on the whole emulation versus real hardware? Like, do you, if it's, if it's real hardware, do you enjoy it more? I think I think I do enjoy it more. I mean, I, I don't use many emulators. I think the only one I have is the Pro, Pro System emulator, which is a seventy eight hundred one. Um, uh, I, oh, but let's put it this way, though: if you were to like just give me a controller and then hide the PC where I couldn't see it, I'm sure I, I wouldn't be able to tell the right. difference. But you know, there's something to be said for playing games that were designed for tube televisions on. Two right. monitors and televisions. Right. Like Tech Guru UK had a thing about this where he and his friend were playing games on an Amiga, but it was connected to a an LCD. And you know the the Amiga counted on you not being able to tell exactly every pixel what where what it was doing, and it used that to to effect. So um, you know having that that higher pixel definition for those older games definitely mitigates the experience in some cases, I think. But I, I, I mean, obviously I play a lot of Amiga games on, uh, on my channel and, you know, just in general. And I, I, I really like being able to see the pixels that kind of, I don't know why I just, I like pixeliness. I like the blocky appearance of it. And I don't know. 
it's been so long since I saw an Amiga game on a TV, maybe I'd feel differently if I looked at it. Maybe I'd look at it and think, wow, that's really the way I remember it, as opposed to just just the way I think I remember it. Right, right. There's a definite difference. I've got my Amiga set up in the kitchen, actually, right now. Oh. And, um... What's and the it, latest in the, in the story of your Amiga? Have you got it? Like, have you been using it and stuff? And when are we going to get that video about it? Um, I don't know on the latter thing. I did a tour video, but I didn't like the way it turned out, so I didn't I didn't post it. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, I've got right now. I've got my TI set up, my seventy eight hundred, my C sixty four, my Amiga, and then all three or my Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, and Dreamcast are all connected to the the widescreen TV in there. So they're not quite as... It's not quite as nice. fun to play those on an LCD. But mm. um, There's definitely something to be said for playing, you know, an NTSC or PAL game system on a monitor that supports or that, that it was designed to be played on. Mm. It's just... It's just too... I don't know. It's it's not the same experience when you're playing it on LCD. Yeah. So have you got many games on your Amiga working, like with that whole SD card hard drive thing? Yeah, I've got a few. the The hard drive I can't find the majority of my collection, but I've I've got about five disc boxes worth of things, mm. um, and half of them work fine. Some of them install fine. Some of them don't. But uh, yeah, I. I've been playing and and uh it's been fun. Cool. I guess the last I had a I had a party over where I just invited people to come play all the old stuff and uh, the Amiga was you Didn't was invite me. Um I, I did live 9000 miles away. <laughs> I did but the 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 invitation still hadn't gotten there yet. Right, yeah. I'm still waiting for that. Like right. <laughs> I come to this thing from 2 months yeah. ago. <laughs> I'll just get my spaceship and time travel <laughs> device and just fly over. And so, okay, that, that, there's can be another interrogation question for Nice and Games, and that is quick in under thirty seconds. List every system that you have. Go Atari twenty six hundred, fifty two hundred, seventy eight hundred, XE game system, eight hundred XL Jaguar, Jaguar CD, uh, Commodore sixty four, uh, one uh, one twenty eight. Uh, like I said, Nuon, Astrocade, Vectrex, Dreamcast, Genesis, Super Nintendo, Nintendo. Do you have? You don't have an Intellivision, did you say Intellivision? I hadn't. I haven't, but I do have one. I, I think I've got a few Intellivision videos. It's not my. Uh, I mean, it's not. You do. It's yeah. not my most uh, played system. Isn't that the one that does did the calculator stuff? Oh, that's the Astrocade. Yeah, that's, that's the, the Astrocade, Astrocade right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do have an. Well, I have a, a Radio Shack uh, Tandy Vision, but you know, it's the same same thing. Ooh, Radio Shack did a, a knockoff of the Intellivision. Oh yeah, same same controller layout and everything. Oh yeah, except it's uh, brown and it's got like faux wood grain label on the top. So it's like the Intellivisions. It's like the Sears Intellivisions of the Intellivision world. Yeah, basically. I think I think Sears actually. Oh no, I'm talking about yeah. It's like yeah, it is like that. Yeah, but Radio Shack. It's it's just like the uh, first Intellivision. Not like the Intellivision Two, which was like the shrunk down version. You know, it's big like the original one, except except right. brown and fake wood, wood wood grain. Which is not it's unlike the um, Telegames, the Sears one. Is this like the CDI where they just sort of allowed different manufacturers to make versions of it r- rather than 
retain the rights to, to the system. So there's like a Radio Shack and television and a different. Kind I of think it was just licensed. I think, it, or was right. it licensed? I think for the Atari, they may have reverse engineered it. The telegames? How could they have? I, I don't know. I thought it was just licensed. I mean, I don't, I don't know that. Like you think the Sears scientists got together in a factory and you're like, we gotta, we gotta figure this thing out. It's, like, gonna... it's like cracking the Enigma code right. all over again. Uh, I, yeah, I think I think it was licensed because I, I, that's what I have. Actually, I have a Sears. My 2600 is a Sears Telegames, one of the heavy sixer ones. But um, yeah, I think it was just licensed. What was the console that you wanted to ask me about, though? You said you had an XE XE game system. Yeah. So that was the XE, that was the Atari 8-bit, which was basically just accepting of cartridges, right? Um, yeah, the XE game system was a uh, 65 XE um, in a funky-looking case. Was it the white case with the colorful buttons on it? Yeah, well, it was kind of like a beige case, but the button it had these... Uh, uh, round the round buttons were large round buttons that were kind of like '80s pastel colors. Yeah, yeah, pastel. And every, everything was ang everything was angular. Like the cartridge went in, like the cartridge slot was at an angle. All the joystick ports were like uh, uh, on the side, but at an angle. Kind of, kind of like the battlefield Earth of uh, of console design. <laughs> battlefield Earth. It was all shot at an angle. Like you know, it's it doesn't matter. It's a terrible. Is that the film. John Travolta movie? Oh, okay. yeah, the Scientology movie. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. It's the worst film ever made, apparently. But anyway, sorry, carry no, on. I was just making a shit joke. No, that makes me want to see it now. If you say it's the worst movie of all time, then no, it, 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 you'd think it's one of those films that's so bad it's good, but it's just so bad it's bad. You just, you just like, you just want to tear your spleen yeah. out through your eyes but, when you're watching it. It's just so bad. Actually, just, I have several recommendations for films that are so bad they're good. When um, you were first learning to spell your name, I was learning to conquer galaxies. Yeah, but see, that's, that's the line from the film. But see, that sounds yeah, like. And I just. No, go ahead. It's. That's, yeah, go on. I mean, there's, there's bad. There's so bad that it's good, but then there's so bad that you kind of feel better about yourself. So it might be one of those kind of movies, you know, <laughs> that I might feel like, like hey, I'm not, I could be. I could make a yeah, movie. I'm not, I'm not so like, bad because this is cause shit. Look at this piece of crap. What am I? What am I getting on myself so hard? You know, being so hard on myself for? I mean, I'm yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm not Battlefield Earth. I don't know. I never, <laughs> I've never seen it. Did we finish about the XE game system? Oh, it's got a, the XE game system. No, sorry, I, I, it's it's slanted. It's got angles. Yeah, it's slanted, and it's got um, uh, and they did that because of the the ST, right? Didn't they do that because of the popularity of the ST? Well, the ST, or the, because that's the that angled design was, you know, the ST has all those angles, angled buttons at the top sure. of it. It's function keys or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Weren't they sort of tying the two together when they did that? Well, I think they all they all had the same like case color. Uh, so like the at that point the ST, you know, the the last version of the eight bits, the XE, and did match the look of the STs. And so I guess the XE game system just sort of continued that idea. But the XE game system, it's really just, I mean, it uses all the same peripherals and cartridges as the 65 XE. It's just got a, a unusual case and a detachable keyboard with an impossibly short cable, so you can't actually, you can't actually, like, sit far away from it, you know? Do you have, like, a an Atom? No, no. I had a friend who actually coded for the Atom. He wrote a little hedgehog game. Oh, cool. Um and this company called Sega ripped him off. No, no. Uh, but but that was the only time I've ever seen an atom that wasn't like in a display case at a store or something. I see atoms all the time. It's like everywhere I look. It's yeah. 
No. Uh, what, what what is the atom? It's it's the atom. It's the atom. Sorry, atom. it's you, you. You your D's and T's sound the same to right, me. Right, right. <laughs> um, it's the Coleco Vision, basically. Coleco just took a Coleco Vision and made a computer out of it. With okay, um, kind of the opposite of the Commodore system. Yeah, or made. the yeah. or the XE game system that he was just talking right. about. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but it it was notorious for its limitations but one thing that it did have was uh this really high speed it wrote to tapes but um they were these high speed cassettes so it loaded the data in half the time somehow which was um, only like 20 minutes <laughs> yeah instead of yeah right instead of days it was just day <laughs> i think yeah those atoms i always thought they looked cool though because they were huge you know because it came with like the computer and like this giant printer, which I think contained the power supply, like was in the printer. Yeah, you had to have yeah. the printer to to plug and, it yeah. in. So if your printer ate it, then you were you you lost your computer. I think basically. But yeah, the atom. Yeah, the atom was all right. I mean, uh, I just at least look. I just like the look of it, which is enough for me. That's that's pretty much, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like a, it's ornamental. Right. Right. I mean, are you much of a collector, or are you? I mean, like a lot of you know, a lot of collectors like having them just to sort of see them and to just like have every version and stuff. And or, or do you just? Is it just for the games? Like, I mean, I I don't I don't get into like having all the versions, but I mean, I, I there's a there's certainly a collector streak that I try to suppress because it's bad, you know, because <laughs> you end up doing stupid things. But um, I'm not. Why is it bad? Well, I mean, if you're you know irresponsible with money and stuff, you know. Right. right um, yeah. Like, and if you start getting like two, because when you if you have something that you think that you think you want, and it just gets stuck in your head, uh, just and you, just for the collecting purposes. So I try to fight that, um, but I don't. Mm. Yeah, I don't. But uh, I don't really worry about uh, different versions or, uh, um, like if like for Genesis games, I don't worry about having the case and everything. The cartridge is fine enough for me, you know. You don't need all like both types of Genesis, like all three. There were three. No, no, I, I mean, I, I have, I, I have a Genesis one and a Genesis three, but I mean, the Genesis one was like right. five bucks or something like, that. you know what I mean? Because they're, so, <laughs> they're right, so cheap yeah, that yeah. it becomes well, it's not, a, you know, it's like well, whatever. Yeah, I, I, it's like I can have a beer or a Mega Drive, like right, you know, right, <laughs> not five bucks, <laughs> yeah. but you know, like, it's like. I think yeah. I've there's a there's one I think I've got I think I've got two Genesis ones and there's one that I think I I bought it and when I looked at the bottom of it scratched into the case it says stolen from Tommy Trotter and I always wondered what the heck <laughs> was what was that about you ought to you ought to find Tommy no Trotter. I don't no if you are Tommy gonna, Trotter gonna, and listening to this podcast yeah, okay. and then uh, then right yeah in don't and I shouldn't your... have said it I don't want I don't want to have to deal with Tommy Tommy Trotter. <laughs> I swear. He sounds dangerous. I know. He sounds like a gangster. Yeah, I know. He does. It wasn't me who stole it, Tommy. I mean, Mr. Trotter. Sorry, Mr. Trotter. It wasn't me. Yeah, right. (laughs) That would make a great great documentary, though, reuniting his his long-stolen Mega Drive with Tommy Trotter. Right. I think it would make a great uh, gangster film. Yeah. I gotta get that out. I, you know, that's that's one of those things where I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like, I hope that's not just in my head. Like, I hope it, it's actually true. I just gotta dig that out, dig that Genesis out, and, and make sure that yeah, I'm like, not just full of make crap. Make a video about it. You know, you accidentally <laughs> dreamt that it's Tommy Trotter, and you're confused. Yeah, because that name doesn't sound real, right? I mean, but uh, 
No, it no. doesn't. It doesn't. Well, but, so, but why would why would your mind invent it? My mind, my mind's up to no good most of the time. Have you have you seen his have you seen his YouTube channel? You know why would his mind invent a lot oh, of things? Yeah, true, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you, Pack Billy? Look at the evidence in front of you. It's not. No, no I mean, I, not in a no, bad I know, way. I know, I know. Look, this is a song though, waiting to happen. The Tommy Trotter song. A song. I like Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do, and I totally blew out the mic. But I love that part of uh, of your of your Christmas episode. It's just that's the that's the kind of thing that I'm like, you know, I I think of. Um, you know, I hardly post videos and, I, and people still subscribe and post nice comments. And I think how lucky and grateful I am that all I have to do is wave around an action figure like an idiot. And apparently that's enough. Apparently. It's brilliant. Uh, I don't yeah, know. It is absolutely no, brilliant. I'm not deserving of my action. You no. are. No. <laughs> you have to accept the praise. No, the, th- the thing is, no, it's an interesting point because I think that if you... I understand the thing about being self-deprecating. You don't want to sort of get a big head and think, oh, I'm so great, you know. Like, I mean, I do, because I am. <laughs> but um, the, th- the thing is, if somebody likes something and you tell them that that thing isn't so good, you're kind of shitting on them a bit. So if they like your stuff, your kind of instinct is to say, oh, I'm not great, you know. But you, you kind of should accept it because if you're not, you're kind of criticizing their taste. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but I, I, like, I don't know. I don't care about people's feelings. No, I'm just no. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, as, no, that's... as uh, Bob Dylan said, just because you like my stuff, just because you're into my stuff, doesn't mean I owe you anything. That's true. I don't Not know. to bring everything down in the room. No, no. Hey, let's listen to some Dylan. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's episode three. Is just Bob Dylan songs. The humor you put into your videos is 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 just brilliant, and you know I. You, you you definitely deserve the subscribers you have, if not more. And anyway, I know you don't like me fawning over you and stuff, but anyway, making you uncomfortable, probably. Shut up, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I would never tell you to shut up, no. Keep going. Come on. Uh, Keep making them uncomfortable. <laughs> Is there an old system uh, either like a computer or a console that you don't have that you would like to get? Like what, what have you set your sights on as your next purchase? If anything, um, as far as old, I mean, uh, as far as old stuff, I don't know if there's anything I'm looking to purchase. Um, although if, you know, if I was able to, I would, you know, part of me wants a spectrum just because it's such a, mm. I mean, it's just so ubiquitous in England and it's so important such right. an important machine in history that I think it would be good to have and then I would like uh, some variation of an MSX computer I think would be cool um I'm not sure which one because there's so many different models probably some MSX2 or something like that um and the MSX is that a, is that a Japanese computer yeah, yeah or you see reference to them but I never investigated what exactly it was or when it was when it was prominent yeah i think it was maybe in the 80s um i bet i bet lazy game reviews i think he he did a review of his machine one time which i should verify before i uh you know just to make sure but i'm pretty sure he did a hardware review so that would be certainly something to uh check out but there's this like a billion different msx computers that it's uh gets a little tricky for my brain to figure out which would be the best model to get 
You don't have any Apple II stuff, or oh, that would be fun. No, I don't have any Apple II. I think I was, I think uh, I was always anti Apple II for some reason, because I think I always thought I always thought like the Commodore and Atari were so much better machines, <laughs> but the Apples I was, were just uh, everywhere. You know? They were so expensive. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and I was always a Commodore person until uh, nineteen ninety nine. I I stuck with my com. Although the ST was always very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Commodore, did you uh, did you ever get an Amiga, or do you have any interest in the Amiga? Oh. Because, I imagine I I heard that wasn't very big in the in the US. No, I mean it was. It, that's when it was funny because in the eighties, I mean, it at the in the mid eighties, like say eighty five, it seemed like Atari and the ST with the ST and then the Amiga would actually be something, and they certainly get a lot of press coverage, but you didn't see them out that often, you know. Um, I do remember seeing like a, an ST in like a department store, um, and I, I would like some some form of Amiga. That which again we're talking lots of different ones. Maybe a four thousand A four thousand would that be the best one? Yeah. That that would be pretty expe- yeah, be pretty that, expensive that, though. I would think right. Yeah, because that's a tower version. Yeah, I think isn't so. A four thousand. Yeah. yeah, but you could probably find a twelve hundred. Sure, or something sure. For yeah, something reasonable. But I, I, how, are they hard to find? You you found one, Pat Billy. Well, I I've owned in my lifetime, I guess, three Amigas, right. and I've still got my second one, um, mm. which is the twelve hundred. The last one I had was a four thousand. I loaned it to a friend who took it to another friend's house who sold it on eBay. No, what? Uh, yeah, man, that's that's a plot for a revenge fantasy. That's yeah, that's, it really is. A... But that's fine. He's 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 uh, not a you know he's a he's an all right guy but anyway he's not alive uh, anymore because right yeah (laughs) um revenge is a dish best served cold well i think he i think he just wanted something he could get on the internet with and i i I had uh i had spent forever getting this thing to where it could get on the internet and so i took it over to his house I, i just gotten a mac and i was moving i took the amiga over there and then um I was like, well, hey, you want me to come set it up for you? And he sort of avoiding answering. And I finally found out that he took it to another mutual friend who sold it on eBay and got 400 bucks, which I, I guess I should have gotten. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, what kind of fuckhead cunt just borrows something and then sells it? Yeah, he's had a lot of bad things happen to him since. So I think. Sort of, if there is, is such that because, a thing as karma, like, then then it's yeah. it's kind of come back around. And are you sure, are and, sure it's karma, or is it you doing things terrible? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. You're blowing up his car uh, and saying yeah, that's the, karma. The brakes on his car went out. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I've still got the 1200, and it's uh, you know, it's it's a great, it's a great. And that's the one machine. you've that's the one you've modded with the the hard drive card SD with card the thing. compact flash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's such a great blending of like ancient, not ancient, but old and modern technology. Like the idea of an SD card uh, of compact flash memory in the days of the Amiga is like the stuff of a madman's fever dream, <laughs> you know. And now it's just like it's in every phone and just everywhere, you know. And it's a really cool use of that hybrid of technology. It's the same. Like apparently, the pinout. For IDE is the same as the Compact Flash. It's an right. IDE interface, so yeah. Well, when things become standard, they're hard to change. Right, right. Like, 
you know, why change it if it works? You know, I mean, there's the whole there's the whole new SATA thing that's taken over from IDE, but I guess there's still some holdover for IDE. Now we're getting into into data cable talk. Yeah. This is really <laughs> yeah. this is this is riveting. This is, once it's edited up and yeah. all nice and tight and everything's gonna be with a nice musical soundtrack and right, you know, it's, explosions. <laughs> <laughs> Laser sound yeah, effects. Laser sound effects. <laughs> Should actually really put that on. For reference, I guess I could use that car alarm as the laser sound. <laughs> quick audio cuts instead of yeah. quick video cuts. Quick cuts. Yeah, that's your series of one. It's- my actually, I I had I found another one just, just sitting edited on my hard drive that I never. What do you upload it? I don't know. I I just well, recently it. discovered it. It's like a hundred years since uh, you posted something. Like you haven't you haven't posted something since before YouTube or the internet or computers. Right. That's how long it's been. You're just printing out your videos on your Commodore. You're just printing out <laughs> yeah. as ASCII art. You have to page through them. You know, like like a flip book. A flip book yeah. of ASCII art was your was your videos back yeah. then. Just just inventing the binary code right. out of of the video out of yeah. whole cloth. Yeah. You were yeah. way ahead of your time, but yeah, yeah. Actually, binary predates uh, um, computing machines by uh, well, yeah. uh, the philosopher Leibniz was actually the first to. Anyway, that's your trivia for the day. Nice. It wasn't very useful until computers. Yeah, it? it was like, why the hell is, did I invent this? <laughs> Base two? This is silly. We've got ten fingers. Right. You know? Binary was invented by a guy with one finger on each hand <laughs> and no thumbs. It's good enough for me. should be good enough for everybody else. And that was the philosopher Leibniz's voice. That was an actual recording. Yeah. Recorded in binary by him yep. saying the numbers right. and then translated back. Yeah, we can only decode it yeah. now with modern DSP and uh, digital to analog converters. We finally can reveal what he said. You know, it's interesting. This, the first sounds that were ever recorded could not be played back. Until just recently. No, yeah, have you heard about this? Yeah. This is actually real. I'm not actually talking out my ass. It's yeah. true. It's fascinating to listen to them now. It's... it's um, well, you know, he he did the basic audio recording thing where you ha- he had like a sheet of paper, I think, attached to a pencil or something and just had it sort of, and then he turned a crank to move another piece of paper so that the pencil wobbling would write a line, a wobbly line on the piece of paper. So it's basically a waveform. But he didn't do this with any intention of, or even concept of it being played back. He just did it to sort of record the, 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 the vibrations of the sound and... He's, he was under the impression that one day you'd be able to just look at the waveform and like read it, like the way you read words, yeah. you know, letters. And so you'd be able to like know not only the word, but how it was said, the inflection, and get all the audio information just by looking at a thing. So you could have like a book, which is just a list of waveforms. Obviously, the, this isn't possible, you know, that the information is too densely packed and obtuse to be deciphered just by looking at it. But now we're able to look at those waveforms and analyze them and uh, and re- like read back what he said. And I think the first thing was uh, him singing Mary Had a Little Lamb, like really badly. Yeah, they thought so, it was a girl singing it until they realized they were playing it back at the wrong speed. Yeah, because, well, the thing is, the speed was hard to tell because he was hand cranking the thing. So there was no, and it was in, it was all at different speeds because he, he couldn't keep a perfectly consistent rotation of the crank. Um, so yeah, perfectly consistent rotation of the crank. That's my, uh, 
cover cover album for something. I was going to say that yeah. should be the title of the, the third. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> part three of the podcast? How many parts? Sorry, did you have some? No, I was just because you, you said title of your album. And I was I, my thoughts turned to Pig Nation. There's been no word on the Pig Nation front for a couple uh, of years now Pig or something. Nation, yeah. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Maybe that's how. Well, it was all part of the, the Minecraft series, which just kind of. I think you had. Didn't you have an album cover? Yeah, the album cover was basically just um, Abbey Road with with pigs' <laughs> heads on fire on top yeah, of yeah. The... That was good stuff. See if you can. Can you hear this? No, probably not. Okay, never mind. I can hear the silence. Okay, that's not it. The deafening okay. silence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. I was I was trying to uh, hook my keyboard up here and make like a background music live, but. Uh, I don't think it's pus. Oh, it, it came out. It recorded. It oh, recorded right. on my thing. So you'll you'll hear some noodling, but uh, it doesn't come oh. through. Uh, didn't come through Skype. So, well, hang. I'll noodle, let me uh, noodle some more. You can uh, talk about space okay. or something like that. And I'll, okay. I'll noodle. Space is <laughs> big, really big. I mean, you just would not believe how vastly, hugely, mind-bogglingly big it is. I mean, you may think it's a long way down the street from the chemist, but that's just peanuts to space. Listen, and so on. You're, if you're Douglas Adams' estate, if you represent that estate, please, um, instead of suing us, sue YoPlay.com. <laughs> We're coming back to yoga. That's that's the first single off of that record. The milk it's, is festered a, and the yogurt comes forth. That's such a heavy metal it's, lyric. It, it's it's. <laughs> I thought of it more as a, a beat poem, you know. Oh yeah, no, I'm thinking I'm thinking of, of epic '80s metal. The yogurt has festered. <laughs> nice. I mean, the milk is festered. Right. Shit, I ruined it. Yeah, you ruined it. Already, your record is is a failure. <laughs> hey, that's right. Yeah, so. Yogurt is what ties everything together. It all comes back to yogurt. <laughs> I can't tell you how glad I am that there was so much yogurt talk. It's the glue that that holds the things. Right. Yeah. right. Yogurt is like glue, except it doesn't stick nope. anything unless you get like old and congealed. I, I get, I'm lucky. I've never seen old yep. yogurt. It's always always new yogurt. I don't know what old yogurt would be like. Right. But that's. It's kind of like milk. It kind of just goes back. <laughs> To, to its previous state it just oscillates it's like a jellyfish it goes it can revert from one form of its life cycle to another <laughs> like it goes from the polyp to the to the the, mo- the moving version and then yeah. it's, it's not true it just goes up right. probably um, yeah. now I think it, tur- it turns into crest uh, to crest the, the no, toothpaste crest no 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 crest oh. the, the the sort of the thing you put in a, in an egg mayonnaise sandwich oh I'm, I'm not I don't I don't know what that is it's it's cress, you know, cress. Like watercress a, sandwiches. Oh, yeah, oh, 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 sorry. Yes, we just call it cress because you know water is implied. <laughs> water is implied. That's that's the second song on the album. Yeah. <laughs> do you need to do any trivia or anything like that, or uh, answer questions from uh, comments or anything like that? No, because we only had two comments this go around, and they were fairly. Yeah, well, one one of them was, "What are your favorite movies?" Should I make a comment now? <laughs> What's, what was it? What was it like having me on the podcast? It's fucking awful. We totally just podcasted. That was, I mean, that was. Yeah.